Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Insights. We're honored to have you with us for this month's installment of the Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Ascended Beings. Today's virtual reality class is with Abram the Mayan Shaman, a very vibrant, knowledgeable soul with a straightforward teaching style, who will come to teach us through his channel, special guest co-host Tom Masseri, who's been channeling Abram for more than 40 years. The type of channeling that takes place is where the Ascended Being embodies the human channel and speaks to us directly, offering empowering information and profound guidance. For many who channel in this manner, they are asleep during the transmission, and there is no recollection of what was said. This is the case with Tom. Today's topic is recognizing and eliminating limitations. Abram gave Tom this message to describe what he will be discussing. Quote, we will define what the limitations are that people function with and within every day. We will also look at ways to change the structure of belief to eliminate limitations completely. Everyone has the right to a free, creative life. It may be time for all of you to have that kind of life and lifestyle at this point in time. Thank you. End quote. Tom and I will have a brief discussion and then he'll allow Abram to come through. Please note, dear listeners, that normally this is not a call-in show. Uh, I have made arrangements that if you have specific questions on the topics that are discussed, you can certainly send them to me through the website on Abrams' page under the Schedule, Team, and Archives tab. That's spiritualinsightsradio.com. Go and check out what I put together for you so that we can have a smooth uh, relay of questions and information. I'd uh, like your help in doing that. Uh, to learn more about Tom, Abram, and their self-empowering and transformational book, The Art of Reclaiming Your Intention and Power, according to Abram the Mayan Shaman, please visit abramchanneling.com. It's a compilation of insightful messages as Abram explains the power of thought, the laws of the universe, and the principles of manifestation. Abram also offers effective techniques for channeling your higher self to create balance, health, and money in your life. If you want to make profound changes in your life, if you want to make profound changes in your life, get this book. You can also book a private session with Tom and Abram at the website. I had one, and it's life-changing, so I highly recommend that. Let us know how you're enjoying these segments and receive a free MP3 of a powerful guided med- meditation that I put together. Simply go to spiritualinsightsradio.com and submit a testimonial or sign up for the periodic newsletter. I look forward to your comments. Well, let's get it started. Please join me in welcoming Tom back to the show. Hello, co-host Tom Masseri. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I am working hard, and I enjoy working hard, especially when it's productive and uh I, I get a lot of joy out of doing all this, so naturally I'm very happy with way, the way things are going. It's great, you know, really Good. is. Yeah, working working hard when nothing works out is not fun. No, but it, that's not the case anymore, so I'm making that's good progress. Good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Yeah, it's all good. It's going to be great. So, anything you want to share with the audience or... Sue and I talked yesterday about the upcoming retreat, so we have that covered. Okay. Then I don't have to go into that. Um, We have been Mm -hmm. basically taking pretty much the summer off, um, getting to our stuff, um, stuff around the house, things that we need to get done for us for a change. Right. And um, 
watching the kids, the grandkids every now and then. That's always a lot of fun. We're going to get back to working on our second book, which is going to be entitled The Art of um, Human Sexuality. And that's going to be a really, really good book. There's some really good information in that one. Um, aside from that, I'm doing private sessions over the phone for people and not really channeling publicly. I haven't done that in a while. And um, aside from the retreat and those couple of things, that's that's really about, that wraps it up about what we're doing and what I'm doing. That's about okay. it. Okay. That sounds like enough. Um, sometimes it can get it overwhelming is. and you gotta got to pull back sometimes, you know, take a break. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it's always good to take a break and regroup and uh, kind of get your uh, head back together. There was one yes. point when I lived in L.A., there was one point where I was just telling somebody in one of my classes I did a couple of days ago that um, I was doing six private sessions a week and classes five nights a week, channeling. And I woke mm. up one morning and I, I sat in bed and I thought to myself, okay, who am I going to be today? So I had to, I was getting lost in the channeling, which you can do if you overdo it with the channeling. So I had to like step back from it and I got back into hypnosis back then, did that mm-hmm. with people because it was something Tom could do by himself, you know, by myself, yes. not with, uh, not with Abram. Okay. So you, that have makes to sense. Kind of, you have to pace, you have to pace yourself, you know, that's, that's what I'm doing, pacing myself. Yes, and years ago, sometimes I would look around and say, like you, you know, like you're saying, what can Charlotte do, or why do I feel not rooted in my life? I'm like my head was in the clouds all the times, whether I was channeling or or writing and giving readings and all that. So it's it's good to ground and kind of reconnect the self, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to do that because you can get too lost in the channeling or. You know, whatever you're doing psychically or spiritually, you can get too lost in it. So you have to create a balance. Balance is where it's all at. Absolutely important. You know what, Tom? I thought we would um, help the listeners who are interested in a private session to understand how that works. Now, I had one with you, and we basically did it over the phone. And like you do on the show, you basically get out of the way and go under. And I had a private conversation with Abram about things that I've um, that I probably normally wouldn't even talk with another human being about, and you have no recollection of my discussion. And uh, in a half an hour, he changed my life. So what kind of instructions would you like to give? They book you through the website. You set up an appointment. Uh, can uh, you speak yeah. to that? Yeah, people can go to the website, abramchanneling.com, um, click on the link that says private consultations. Um, you can You can either pay for it right then and there using PayPal, <clears throat> which is very easy and secure, and then I will be notified from PayPal that somebody paid for a private. I get a hold of the person, and we set up a time. The person calls me at the time of the private, and mm-hmm. I take a minute, <clears throat> like I'll do today, and get Abram, and uh, the person talks directly to Abram for the half hour. When it's done, I process the audio file, uh, bring up the gain, bring up the volume, take out any background noise, make it sound real nice, and I send a free MP3 file to the person. So I don't listen to people's privates because that's none of my business. I don't know what's said. It's between the person and Abram, um, and that's that's pretty much the way it is. Or people can email me and say, hey, I would like to do a private, get a hold of me, and I'll email them back and we'll work out all the uh, steps that are necessary to um, get the private going. So Make either it way is fine. Either, okay. Yeah, that either go good. to the website, pay for it, or get a hold of me, and uh, I get a hold of you again, and we work it all out. Okay, sounds good. Simple. Yeah, I, I keep it simple, too. It works out well. It works out well, especially when it, it gets so jumpy with all of these appointments and keeping everything straight. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So today we're going to talk about um, recognizing and eliminating limitations, which is probably something Abram has spoken about before. And um, you mentioned, you started to say before the show, Tom, that you weren't, you were surprised that all the different 
ways. It sounds like there's a lot of great information he's about to bring through, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of times, like other people, I would think to myself, okay, what's limiting me? You know, what belief do I have that's limiting me? And when he's spoken about this before, like, you know, years ago, he brought up things that I wouldn't even dream of that would be limitations. But when I looked at them, it was like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, you know, Mm -hmm. this is limiting and that's limiting and I never saw that before. And maybe mm-hmm. that's causing a belief inside of me that's also limiting me. So it gets kind of crazy. So you have to, like, whittle it all down and, and get to the core of everything. And that's why it's good to have Abram handy, because he can do that for you. You don't have yes. to do much work at all. He can just tell you, all right, this is what you need to work on. This is what you can do if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Stay the way you are. You're still okay. And uh, if you want to work on this, let it be fun as you're working on it. Don't let it be a job. Don't let it be um, an aggravation or a frustration. Mm -hmm. Just have Mm -hmm. fun changing either a belief or whatever you think is limiting to you. Yeah. And and then adios. And I like that approach, you know, and and like you just said, he does it for you. He knows, he sees right through you. It's amazing. Um, You remind me of back when I first started channeling Jesus how, like you, but I'm going to use kind of different terminology, when he pointed out to me, I, I've always done a lot of forgiveness work, but when he pointed out to me that much of what I really needed to forgive was kind of pushed to the side and hidden from my conscious mind because I didn't want to see it. And then when he yeah. brought it to the forefront and then I realized my feelings about this person were impacting me more, I'll, I'll just say my parents. Okay, so the one parent was actually impacting me less who I thought was the culprit of my feelings than the other person. And once I looked at that, I was able to dig into it, recognize it, accept it and let it go. And that's when things started to get better. So I understand how you feel like what's in your face is probably not what's impacting you most is my point. It's the things that get hidden that are really making the most impact. Yeah. Cool stuff. Okay. This is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about forgiveness that I really like what Abram said, he said this just a short while ago in one of our sessions somewhere. I don't remember if it was in a class or, or what. Um, they were, he, and, he and some people, a couple of people were talking about forgiveness, and he said um, the best way to forgive is to just let it go. So if mm. you're... If you're thinking of something or or a person that you want to forgive because the person did you wrong or or you know did something to you, the best thing to do is just let it go. There's really nothing to forgive because um try for me trying to figure out how channeling works drove me crazy until I finally said I don't care how it works. It just works. <laughs> That's all I care about. Um and to try to figure out what the best way to forgive is or what you need to do to forgive someone, that can kind of wear on you. It can kind of drive you crazy. So he says the best thing to do is just let it go. Just let it right. go. Okay. And I like now that. that. Makes, I like that. I, I like it. It makes sense to me because as a teacher of A Course in Miracles, which is all about forgiveness, some people have a really hard time. So that's where it needs to go. Okay, then what you do is you just, okay, it, you accept it. It happened. I can't change it. Just let it go so it'll stop pulling at you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, all and right. for all the people who are who are dead set on forgiveness and forgiving people and forgiving this and that, in the end, they're just going to let it go anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So why it's not just, do it up front and save yourself some time, <laughs> you know? This is true. This is true. It makes it um, – makes it linear for people i think and so because in in first grade i asked first no third grade i asked my the nun i was in catholic school what are the steps to forgiveness and she says there are no steps you just forgive and i said no there's got to be at least three you know i like the complicated but some people might work best with the more simple yeah she wasn't happy with me that day Mm -hmm. always in trouble yeah Yeah, i went to catholic grammar school too and boy what an experience that was yikes Still recovering in some ways. 
Well, I recovered. I is. recovered when I was like nine years old. I just I dropped the whole thing. But that's another story. So. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get started? Let's get. I'm ready. Started. Yeah. You'll give me a minute, like we did before. Yep. You'll give me yep. a minute, and if you want to talk sure. to everybody listening in, go ahead and do that, and then. Um, Abram will just, I guess, uh, interrupt you and say hello, and then uh, you guys can take it from there. Okay, sounds good. All right, I'll talk to you when it's all done. All righty. Before, what we did was breathing exercises. If you want to connect to your breath, ladies and gentlemen, just breathe in slowly and deeply. And um, feel the energy of Abram's words and the inflection in his voice and how he conveys information and it really sinks in well. And um, we will all listen intently and I'll follow up with questions for him and hopefully represent what you might be thinking. He's getting closer. He's sashaying across the Milky Way. Hello, my friend. Hello, Abram. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. I am well, and how are you? I am very happy, very excited. I'm thrilled with uh, the direction everything is taking in my life and where it's going. And I'm also excited to speak with you today because there was something I neglected to mention to you the last time. All right. I'm waiting. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, I wanted to know that you were in good company in coming on the show, and I'm so grateful that you do this with me um, each month. And what happened was I met a woman who channels in a way that's similar to how you and Tom work together, only she channels Mother Mary. And now Mother Mary also appears on the show regularly with me and offers profound wisdom to all of us. And as it worked out, your segments are back-to-back, so you're the second Tuesday of the month, and Mother Mary is the second Wednesday. So it makes for a very powerful week, and I love the energy of it. Uh, I was wondering, though, I wanted to ask you a question. During your lifetime as Abram in the time of Jesus, did you have interactions with Mother Mary or her husband Joseph? Not at all, my friend. Not at all? I I had known of Jesus the Christ. I had known of him. I had seen him. A few times briefly talked to him. I knew about him more than I knew him. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Absolutely. Okay. Now, there are many things I can tell you about him, but that might be for another time, my friend. Yeah, I was just curious. Okay, so um, you today you said the topic will be recognizing and eliminating limitations. I'm looking very forward to what you have to say. So why don't you just take it away, and I'll follow up some questions for you, okay? All right, thank you. All right, go right ahead. So you go throughout your life, and I am talking to everyone. You go throughout your life, and things are looking good. You try to do something. It does not work out. You try it again. It does not work out. You try it again. It does not work out. You are limiting yourself by trying something in the same way over and over again. There is a thing called timing. All things work out in the proper timing. But things work out in various ways. If you are trying to do something, it is not working out. Don't try it the same way all over again. Take the idea and do something else with it. Try it out in a different way. And if that does not work, try it out again in a different way. Because there are many, many ways to do something. There is not only one way. People limit themselves by repeating things over and 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 over again and again and again and again in the same way. This is one thing that is very limiting for people, causes a lot of frustration within people, anxiety within people, and illness also. Now, to really discover limitation, all of you, I would like all of you to simply look around you right now. No matter where you are, look around you. 
look at all of the objects that are around you. If there are people around you, look at them also, you know. You might find that all of these things, all of those people, are actual limitations for you. Now, let us begin this way. You have gone through schooling. In school, you have learned certain things in certain ways only. You were taught to speak a certain way, to write a certain way, to read a certain way, to act and function in a certain way. What this does is narrows your consciousness into believing there is only that one way to read, write, function, speak, or do anything. Because you were taught to do it that way in school. So you have been doing it that way for pretty much your lifetime. People do not consider other ways to act, to speak, to read, to write, because there are many ways to do those things, not just one way. Schooling, you have been taught by a teacher or teachers. What you were taught was their belief structure. So you had taken on the beliefs of your teachers, your instructors. You had become, in a sense, them. And you began to function like them, not like yourself or the ways that you could. You were functioning like them. You had taken on their beliefs. They taught you from their beliefs, for the most part. Also, this is a big one for many people, religion. Many people enter religion thinking they will find love and freedom. Now, granted, many religions speak of love, absolutely, and this is a good thing. But when they speak of love in one way or from one being or about one being, this is not a good thing. Too many times religion will teach and speak about, well, pray this way. Pray to him. Pray to her. Only him. Only her. Pray only this way. Do not pray that way. Don't say those words. Say these words. Worship him. Worship her. You are a sinner. Now, I am speaking in an extreme way. I understand that. I know that. And thank you. But all of these things tend to crush one's identity. The individual involved in the religion, for the most part, has a very hard time finding his or her possible identity. When you look for your identity... You will find, when you finally discover what your identity is all about, you will find that you are, right now, your teachers, their beliefs, the religion that you had entered, those who had taught you in religion, those who you worship in religion, sin, absolution, and all the rest. All of those things are limitations for you. And you function with them every day, all day long unknowingly, because all of these things are lodged in the unconscious mind. Now, the unconscious mind is that mind, that part of you, the part of your consciousness that deals with abstractions of life. But many times, those abstractions are working full-time in your unconscious mind, and they are baiting you and drawing you into using them over and over again. Now, the subconscious mind is, as many people have said in the past, a storehouse for all knowledge. This is true. Functioning subconsciously would be a much better thing to do. Yes, but how can I do that? Well, there are many ways to do that. Not just one way, not just two ways, many ways to do it. One way is by using meditation, very deep meditation. You can set free the conscious mind, which creates the messes in life for the most part, and you can begin to enter the subconscious mind. But 
you need a balance between subconscious and conscious. You cannot function subconsciously all the time. If you did, you would not recognize the reality or dimension that you exist in physically, and you would find yourself in an alternate reality or dimension, and you would most probably stay in that one. So to be totally subconscious really is not that good of an idea. You need the balance of conscious and subconscious. The unconscious is always working. The subconscious is always working. The conscious is always working also. But it would be a good thing to give the conscious mind a rest. Even when you sleep, your conscious mind is functioning, 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 producing, producing, functioning. In your dreams, you have the opportunity to see things as they really are. And this is all about limiting and limitation. When you dream, you see things in your dream that represent themselves as limitation, but you see them in a different way, in a much more free way, in a freer way, not such a rigid way as you see things in your conscious waking state of being. In the dream, you are able to change a limitation and have it become a freedom. In your day-to-day life, waking reality, it is hard to do that because you are focused in being a physical being in your reality. You have all come to believe, for the most part, in your reality. And you have all come to believe that your reality is the place in which you exist and you function. Your reality is real, very real. It is so real that you function in ways that constantly reaffirm the reality of your reality. What you can do if you want to is begin thinking of your reality as being not that real. Think of your reality a bit more as being simply energy, not a real physical place. It is an energy place in which and with which you function all of the time. Your reality is extremely limiting to you. This applies for all people, all people, because you function within the terms and conditions of your reality. And your reality is all about everything and everyone. When you are with your friends, they speak with you, you speak with them. You are exchanging energy. You are also exchanging beliefs. And you take on their beliefs and they take on your beliefs. And you become a bit like them, they become a bit like you. And this limits you also. All of the things in your home are limiting to you. You assign an emotion or emotions to every object in your life, every object in your home, in your reality. Rarely do you see those objects as being nothing but energy, free of your emotions, free of your emotions, able to function on their own with and within brilliance. Thinking that everything is energy and nothing is really real will allow you the opportunity to free yourself into thinking and believing that since everything is energy, everything is from one idea. And the one idea is you. You are the idea. You are the one who will create your reality. You are the one who will create all of the steps you will take in your life throughout your life, and with your life. And you are the one, you are the one who will create all of those limitations for you. Because deeply rooted in many people, not all, but many people, is a belief or beliefs that people do not deserve it. They are not worthy of something or someone. People have a hard time in a relationship situation. They cannot get along. 
because they do not believe they deserve it. They cannot find the right individual because they do not believe they deserve to have a stable, happy, worthwhile relationship with someone else. People have a hard time with money. People do not realize money is nothing more than an energy. It is an idea. If people had played more with the idea of money, they would have more money. I tell people, take all of your paper money that you have at hand and scatter it all around your home, all around your home, so you see it all day long, every day, all day long, every day. Well, another $10 bill, another $100 bill, another $20, another $1 bill. Within a very short time, this would all become boring to you. Well, there it is, another $100 bill, so what? Another $100 bill, nothing, nothing special about it. This is what you want. This will take away the anxiety from money, which limits you also. Well, I would really like to do that, but I do not have the money. Well, you can do 90% of things with no money at all. All you need to use is your imagination and your creativity, your creative energy, and you get things done that way. And most of those things will bring you money also. If you are working on a project and you think, well... I need X amount of dollars to finish my project. Otherwise, it will fail. You are not realizing yourself as the creator of your reality. You create money. You create your project. You create the end result, or you create the failure. Look at money as being nothing more than an energy. Scatter it all around your home, all of your paper money. It will become boring to you. And this is what, again, you want. You want that. You want money to become boring to you. Then you lose your anxiety about money. And when you lose your anxiety, you have no stress about money. And when you have no stress about money, you free yourself creatively. And that brings money to you, more money to you. So money is a big, big limitation, just like religion is a big, big limitation. But the biggest limitation is you. You limit yourself by not believing you can do something. There are the ideas of heaven and hell. My definition of heaven is simply being, simply being, not being anything special, no one in particular, no way in particular, just being and being creative. My definition of hell is believing I cannot do something. Mm. If you believe you cannot do something, take yourself out of hell and take yourself into heaven by simply being. Now, what do I mean by simply being? When you are in meditation, you are simply being. You are not aware of 93%, 95%, 99% of things around you, those things that are limiting to you. You are within yourself, with yourself, and you are by yourself, and you are in silence. And silence is where you want to be. Silence is in between the thoughts you have all day long. And in that silence is where your ideas come from. They come to you in that silence. Now, do other people give you those ideas? Sometimes they do. Usually, the ideas have existed all around you all throughout your lifetime. You just have not seen them. Because you are focused on, so totally focused on, so completely focused on being a physical human being that the only sight you have is your physical eyesight, good or not so good. Your physical eyesight is the only sight you have. You do not think about your inner sight, which has nothing to do with a third eye, fourth eye, or the tenth eye. Your inner sight is your instinct. It is your instinct. If you can rely on your inner sight, it will never fail you. 
If you can rely on your instinct, it will never fail you. It will never fail you. It will always support you emotionally and psychically and spiritually, which is what you want, if you want that. If you want to stay in the throes of limitation, you can certainly do that. It is your right to do that, and I will honor that. But I would bet, if I was a betting man, I am not a man, I am a spirit, but if I was a man, if I was a betting man, I would bet that you would want to pull yourself out of that hell of believing you cannot do something, find your self-worth, and begin changing your entire reality and entire life right here and right now, if you had the opportunity, only if you had the opportunity. The way to get the opportunity to do that is to, first of all, find your validation in someone else. Find your value in someone else, which is a wrong thing to do. Then you will look for approval, another wrong thing to do. Then you will need someone to tell you, yes, you can do that. Very wrong thing to do. So what you can do if you would like to, I could say what you need to do, but really you need nothing. You can everything. So what you can do, if you would like to, is you can look at yourself as being the center point of all creation. If you can see yourself that way, think of yourself that way, and it is easy to do, not hard to do. If you can think of yourself that way and see yourself that way, you will begin to understand that being The center point of all creation means you always, for no reason at all, approve of yourself. For no reason at all. Always, 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 and in always. You approve of yourself. You have self-esteem. The best self-esteem you can have. You have compassion. You enjoy helping people. You don't have to love all people. You can let them be. Allow people to be the way they want to be because they will be that way anyway. But realize it is their right, and it is your right to see yourself as the center point of all creation and help people when you feel like helping them. This is the best way to do it. If you don't feel like helping people, then don't help people. Help yourself instead. Look at yourself as being that center point of all creation and You need no approval. You find value in yourself by simply knowing that you create everything. Even those things that rub you the wrong way. You create them. And why would you create them? They limit you. You create them simply to show you, and this might sound very silly, to show you to not, let me put it this way. If you're trying to do something that is not working out, It is telling you, don't do it again. Don't do the same thing again. It is very simple. Many people really enjoy complicating their life. They thrive on complication. It gives them identity. But really, it tears down their identity. There are two ways of seeing anything a complicated way, and a simple way. If you can be simple, and I am not saying ignorant or a simpleton, just be simple. Simplify everything in your life. Simplify everything in your life. Do things in the most simple way you can imagine to do them. If you can do that, you will be automatically changing beliefs that are deeply seated within you, if you have them, that tell you, you cannot do this, you cannot do that, you are not worthy of that, you cannot have a relationship, you do not deserve money, and all the rest. The best thing you can do for yourself is to appreciate yourself and what you have right now. When you appreciate what you have, more will come to you. This is the way the universe works. And I would strongly suggest that you begin talking to the universe and talking to your body. Talk to your body. 
Illness is extremely limiting. But who creates the illness? You do. You create your own illness with negative emotion or overly positive emotion. Either way, you create the illness. Overly positive emotion will create what you call a cold. But really, you are hot. Your temperature rises. You are not cold. You are hot. Negative emotions will create absolutely cancer and all the rest, debilitating diseases. You create all of them because of a belief in health and illness. If you had no belief in health, no belief in illness, you would never be sick or ill one day in your lifetime. Never. Death is very limiting also. Everyone dies. This is a grand, grand limitation. Everyone dies. But when people die, all they do is walk through a doorway into becoming a new form, an energy form, an energy form. Think of that energy form. What did I suggest about how to see your reality and yourself more as being energy? Of course, you are not going to die if you do that. You are just going to see yourself as you truly, really are, energy, because this is what and all you are, energy. You believe you are real as a physical human being, so you see yourself that way. You function that way, and you cause illness and limitation that way. If you were to see yourself as energy, an energy being, you would be free of illness, free of limitation, and you would really have no beliefs at all. And in many ways, that would be the best thing you can do, is have no belief in anything. If you need to have a belief, believe that there are no beliefs. Simply believe there are no beliefs. This would be the most freeing thing you can do for yourself. Now, are there any questions at this point in time? Yes, of course. Um, okay. The first one I will pick is um, with regard to breaking out of the confines of reality. And I loved how you put that we assign emotions to the objects, giving them their inherent value to us, thereby creating a limitation. Uh, one, how would we um, identify which objects, just to give everybody, uh, how would we, we identify those objects that limit us the most because of the amount of emotion or the severity of the emotion we assign to it, and then how to retract or withdraw the emotion on the object? How do we get them to really see that this object is limiting them? All right. This is so very, very simple, and it might sound very, very silly. But you need to understand, all of you, you need to understand and realize that objects are consciousness because they are nothing more than energy. So the best way to do that is talk to them. Talk to them. Choose an object and talk to it. Why are you in my reality? Why are you a part of my life? And what are you doing for me? How are you supporting me? Or how are you not supporting me? If you listen, knowing that you are talking to an energy essence, it will answer you and it will tell you, this is what I am doing for you. This is how I am supporting you emotionally. Or this is how I am limiting you. And when you get that answer, you simply know what to do to get rid of that limitation. Huh. And I am not telling you to throw the object in your trash can. I am telling you to assign it a different emotion so it can begin to support you. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Of course I do. I want to offer an example. Uh, for instance, uh, I was going through a closet and I, I noticed um, being in tune with this, some objects in my closet trigger bad memories for me so I in some cases I did throw it away because I started to realize how that object supported a belief that I couldn't get past that moment in time that memory that I, I could escape the, the illusion of that memory so I identified those objects that were pulling at my emotions and then I you know did what I had to do to change that around I didn't assign a different emotion I love that you said that but I did figure out that a belief that was limiting me was that I would never be better than what I thought was the high point of my life. You know, you know what I mean. So I Absolutely. identified those things. Mm -hmm. 
so told me, I want to be better. I really want to be better. Why do you want to be better when you are already perfection? Uh. One thing to not attempt to become is perfect. You will not do it. No one has ever been perfect because perfect means there is nothing more. Perfection Mm. allows freedom to become more by realizing you are perfection. People have their jobs and they want to become more, more, more. I have my profession. I want to become more in my profession. I want to be better and better and better. Well, you are telling me you are not good. So you believe you are not good and you will keep it that way. And you will create yourself to be not good until you stop saying, I want to be better. And all you have to do is say, I am so good, I love it. I am so good, I love myself. I am so good, I love the energy of my reality. Things are so very simple. People do not realize the simplicity of life itself. Now, the only thing that is not limiting, really, is nature. Because nature is all about balance. It does not recognize what is right, what is wrong. It only recognizes balance within itself, which is what you people and all people really would want to create for yourselves. Balance within yourself. Of course, you have positive and negative emotions, so let me speak of them for a moment in time. Thank you. Positive and negative emotions. You know what they are. Joy is a good one, positive one. Anger is a negative one, a bad one. But the emotions that you know to be emotions, joy, anger, sorrow, sadness, love, all the rest, yes, love, all the rest, they are judgments that you place on yourself, someone else, or something in your life, judgments. It would be a good thing to realize that there is a power within every emotion. When you have love, you feel a power within you. When you have anger, you feel a power within you. The power is the same. The power is the same. The variation in the power comes from your judgment. Joy, love, anger, sadness. This is what will change the structure of the power. If you let go, simply let go of judgment, just stop judging as best you can. You will then begin to realize that when you have emotions, you are dealing with nothing more than energy. And all of the emotions come from one source of energy. And of course, you know this by now, but I will tell you anyway, that source of energy is you. You create your emotions, you create your beliefs, you create your reality. Many times you create people to be in your reality for a certain amount of time until you are done using them. And I use that word using in a very positive way. You use people. People use you. This is how life is. This is how energy works. There is always an exchange, always an exchange. So in thinking that all emotions are equal, the next time you become angry, Stop what you are doing or saying and think to yourself, maybe I am not feeling anger. Maybe I am feeling strength instead because this power is very strong. It is a very strong power. So think about that. Any other questions at this point in time? Yes. Uh, we, we all understand how we are the source uh, of what is created and, and on many for many, they understand that at an intellectual level. I think they just need to let it get it deeper. But I, I did want to cover another possibility, Abram, is, so I'll phrase it this way. Um, so I, I recognize that all, limitation, all limitations are self-imposed. But are there any other conditions under which we can experience limitations or a lack of freedom from an outside source to create what we want, such as a negative thought form or entity? There will be times when people, and usually they do not know they do this, they will take your energy from you, and this will limit you. They will take your energy from you. Of course, 
there is an abundance of energy, and you are nothing more than energy, but they deplete you of some of your energy. Then your energy moves slowly throughout your body. And when that happens, possible illness could occur. If you do not create balance within yourself and recognize and realize someone is taking energy from you, usually you know who those people will be. And the best thing to do is to let go of them. Let them go. It could be like you are letting go of an old friend. It could be a hard thing to do, but it would be the best thing to do. You need to safeguard your energy. And I am not saying protect yourself with bubbles of light or this or that. You do not need to do that because you are your own protection. But safeguard your energy. Don't let people take it from you. Negative, let me put it this way, essences are usually created by one's own lack of interpretation of one's own emotional state of being at any one given point in time. And those can limit you also. So by realizing that you are the center point of all creation, there is no reason why you should ever question or doubt yourself, and this applies for all people. Never question or doubt yourself. Always feel in freedom. Feel as if you are in freedom. Freedom to do anything you want to do, any way you want to do it. Now, let me tell you one good way to do that. Think of everything you have learned in life to this point in time. In religion, in school, from your friends, your teachers, your parents, from everyone. Think of everything you have learned to this point in time and drop it. Let go of it. Erase all of it and start all over again. When you decide to drop it and let go of it and erase it, you will find you have nothing, which is the best thing you can have. Because when you have nothing, you have every opportunity to be everything, any way, every way you want to be. This is when you begin making decisions for yourself, and they are your decisions. They are not from your teachers, not from your religion, not from your parents. They are from you. This is really what you want really what you want. Any other questions at this point in time? Um, I'm not thinking of any, Abram. That was so concise and succinct. Um, I, it, you just explained everything so clearly, and I think that people can listen to this over and over, over time, and allow each concept to just sink in. They can start small if All they right. want to, but they can allow everything to sink in. It was beautiful. Um Limitations. Let me think for a second and search my mind. You are thinking. No, you, you, you are searching your everything. mind and you are limiting yourself. You are limiting yourself, my friend. Oh, okay. I, if, if I just allow, what? I can think of nothing to ask you. Mm-hmm. And allowance is the key. Allowance and acceptance. Allow yourself to be yourself. No one else and nothing else, simply yourself. And accept yourself, and this applies for all people. Accept yourself as you are right here and right now. This is also one of the best things you can do for yourself, all of you, all people. So at this point, I would wrap, as you say, it all up by saying to all of you, Begin thinking of yourself as being the center point of all creation. Let go of everything that is not working for you. Let it go and focus only on things that work for you. If there is only one thing in your life that works for you, focus on it. Because when you focus on it, in focusing, you put yourself in a meditative state and other ideas will come to you. Then you can focus on them. Let them work themselves out for you, create themselves for you. As you focus on them, more will come to you. Always remember one thing. Always remember one thing. Everything is to serve you. Everything serves you.
serves you, the good and the not so good. Thank you, my friends. I've enjoyed myself. I love all of you. Enjoy the rest of your day. We love you too, Abram. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow. I'm, I'm, if you've been listening to the show, you know I'm normally not at a loss for words. I couldn't come up with any more questions. Interesting. How did it go? So gonna, hi, Tom. So Tom's regaining consciousness. It was perfect. Um, I did come up with a couple really good questions, but beyond that, he said, any more? And I said, you know, I'm searching my mind. And I can't think of anything. He says, well, you're searching your mind. That means you're limiting yourself. I said, okay. (laughs) Got me on that one. And then I said, well, okay, if I just allow, nothing's coming to me. So I I, I have no questions to add to what you said. It was beautiful, succinct, and thorough. It was just wonderful. You know, I've got like six, seven pages of notes. It was great. Um, He touched on religion. Oh, what did he say about it? He was talking about, um, and and it's a it's a common school yeah school of thought. Look what I just said. Um, he was talking about school and religion, how we're growing up. When um, we're in school, they tell you read this way, write that way, speak that way, function this way, do behave this way. So it doesn't allow you any freedom, and it generally comes from the beliefs of the teacher, who is teaching you and you start to imitate them and function in the way that they function, taking you further away from your true identity. So yeah, what he's yeah. been, what he was saying was whether it's teachers, parents, whoever, what we are is an accretion of everything we've observed in our lifetimes. And so we pile on our observations and think that that's who we are. So to drop all of that, drop all beliefs, get that blank slate going so that you can experience the freedom and then have that gratitude. And one of the last things he says, uh, let's wrap it up by saying, be the center point of your life, meaning you are the center point of creation. You are the source. Focus on what does work for you, because by focusing, you put yourself in a meditative state. And remember that everything, everything is to serve you. Everything serves you. So it was, yeah. does that all sound familiar? And he talked about how religion is limiting um, many enter yeah. into yeah. them thinking they'll find love and freedom, because, and, but then you have the same thing. Pray this way. Pray to that person. You're a sinner. Um, do this. And these crush one's yeah. identity, and then they have a hard time finding yeah. their identity. But when you discover who you are, you find you are all you were taught lodged in the conscious, unconscious mind. So that's what I was saying about we are an accretion of everything that we've uh, witnessed and absorbed. Um, yeah. It was really good stuff. Oh, most important, objects in your home. I teach on the show that we all have relationships starting with God and ourselves, but we also have relationships with the objects in our home and that we um, assign value to it based on its sentimental value. Like my wedding ring wouldn't look as valuable. You know, it, it wouldn't have as much sentimental value as yours. You invested the emotion into that ring and he talked about how we assign emotions to objects and then the objects that we own become limiting to us. So I followed up with a question on that and how I asked him how to retract that emotion. And he said, you can assign a new one. You can assign a new one. And I I gave an example of how I had some things in my closet. And I was like, what is that? Every time I touch that thing, I, I feel bad. And then what I realized was, after examining this, I had a belief that at a certain point in my life, it was the highlight of my life. It was it was the best I would ever be and that I could never do better than that. And that's when I dropped it and said, no, you're way more than what you accomplished at that point in your life. Look at what you're doing now and then started to feel better. And shortly after that, that dress is no longer in my closet because I realized the purpose <laughs> that it served. It did serve me. It, it yeah, was a limitation, yeah. but it did serve me to get me to the point where I could recognize I'm way more than just one event in my life that I thought was my apex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was good. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad it was a good session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
really good. Um, maybe I'll type some stuff up. He talked about heaven and hell, heaven being a creative state and hell being held in the belief that you can't do something. So simply being in meditation between, in the silence between the thoughts throughout the day, uh, being in meditation, you're not aware of the things around you that are limiting you. So it's interesting how we're the source of everything, and yet we take our own energy and apply it to different objects. And wouldn't that be a form of fragmentation where we're taking our essence and investing it into objects that we want to tell us about ourselves, and then those objects become limiting? I think that's fascinating. If you break up the energy that way, what do you do? You have words to describe that? Um, I am going to have to. I know that. Everything that I look at in the house, I have emotions or an emotion attached to it. I know that. Um, I, I'm i going to have to think about looking at everything again <laughs> and and see what kind of reaction happens inside of me. Mm-hmm. And if it's Here's not what... a good reaction then I'm going to have to think about maybe assigning a new emotion to whatever it is. Mhm. Mm he said you don't have to I'm throw it to into the trash can. Yeah, it's good it's a good exercise. It's a good exercise in self-awareness because um I you know, I'm, I'm always going to kind of lean back on a course in miracles because we could walk by a coffee table and unconsciously if that coffee table in any way resembles or reminds us of the coffee table in the home where we grew up in as children, our mind's going to immediately go back to the past. So, yeah, yeah. You know, we we there he said these objects are just energy. When we assign an emotion, that's when they get their value. Yeah. So, I don't listen to a lot of music from the 80s and 90s because it invokes sad emotions. I stay on the positive side sing music. That way I'm not traveling through time and being stuck in the past. I'm here, I'm now, I'm in the now, and I'm being creative. So it's an interesting exercise. Yeah, go go around, look at all the stuff in your house, touch it, you know, and uh, and see how it makes you feel. And if it doesn't feel good, then, yeah, maybe just cancel that out and put, no, I put gratitude and appreciation into this for being in my life. Yeah. How does it yeah, ask I'm, it? I'm oh, also going to listen back. I'm yeah. also going to listen back to the session because it sounds like he said a lot of really good stuff that I don't he, know what he said. He did, he did the neat part. He says this is going to sound really simple, and I don't mean like a simpleton or ignorant. He said, but go to the object and talk to it and ask it uh -huh. how how are you supporting me or how are you limiting me, and it will answer you. Hmm. See. Safeguard your energy, not with bubbles of light. <laughs> but Because I said, are there any uh, conditions under which we experience limitation from an outside source or a lack of freedom to create what we want, such as negative thought forms or energy? So we added a little bit more about people siphoning your energy, depleting it, and he talked about safeguarding your energy. So that was good stuff, too. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'll have to listen back to this because it sounds like he's, he talked about a lot of really good stuff. He and, of did. course, being the channel, you know, I'm always the last one to know what he talked about. <laughs> of course. That's a sin. <laughs> I'll send you That's the MP3. The yeah, I'll, I'll send you the MP3, and you can check it out. I I didn't even talk till the end when he said, is there a question? And I only, I only had two or three. And he said, okay, this has been fun. <laughs> okay. And he went away. Cool. I want everybody to send their comments in on this because I was really impressed with this, the way it flowed and with how clear he was. Because I said, before you came back to full consciousness, I said to the listeners, you know, that's interesting because if you've been a longtime listener of the show, rarely have you ever heard me at a loss for words, and I couldn't come up with any more questions. <laughs> couldn't do it. There was nothing to extract or translate or recapitulate. Yeah. I didn't have to say it in a different way. Nothing. He said it so plainly and so clearly. Um, yeah. I think that's, that would be a good launching point for everyone who wants to make changes in their life. It's good. Where do you hear it? 
good. Well, I recorded it. I've got it on my computer, so I'm I'm going to listen to it. Oh, okay. Good. Less for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> I re- yeah. Yeah. You don't have to send me the MP3. I've got it right in front of me. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thanks, as always, uh, Tom, for doing this. And um, you're welcome. Sue just sent me a text. Awesome show. Thanks, Sue. We love you. Um, I look forward to the next time and finding out what the topic is. And uh, it's great working with you. Really love this. You too. You too. Good working with you. And thanks for having us back on. Sure. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Look for- All right. Take care. Have a good night. All right, Tom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. All right, everybody. That's our show for today. Uh, do send your comments and and. If I wanted to ask him if you sent me a comment about this now, if I could ask him about it next time, which I'm sure he would have said yes. He he, he gives me opportunities to kind of get in there and um, I'll I'll try for an opportunity to get in there and revisit if if something is triggered and if I didn't ask a question that uh, got you the information you needed. But if you have a question about all this stuff, send it to me through the website spiritualinsightsradio.com, and I'll see if I can't slip that in there in a revisit to a previous topic. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did until next time. God bless and be at peace.